Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Momentum Focus podcast. This is your host, Amia Freeman. Um, I am joined again today with another guest as we continue in this work of being well. Um, and let me just say that the work of being well is not a one and done. It is not just um, emotions. It's not just mental health. It's not just physical health. It's not It's not one thing because you're not just one thing, right? You are this complex, beautiful work of art. Like if you were to look at a, a tapestry rug and like you can't pick the one color because they're all just blended together, that's what your body is made of and that's who you are. And so the work of being well, it's it's complex. It Sometimes it's going to require you leaning in and listening to several different people, but letting the Holy Spirit guide that. That's not even where I was going with the conversation, but I feel like I needed to say that. But I do have a guest with me today, and I'm going to introduce her in just a second, but I wanted to share something that's just really cool. So uh, just before we sign on, before every episode, I say a quick prayer over technology and just that our words would be clear and that we can articulate whatever it is that God needs us to say. And after we finished the prayer, I looked down on my desk and I have this like clear mat that just allows me to move my mouse around and just kind of keep things in place so it doesn't ruin the tops of the desk. And um, I'm able to slide things underneath the desk of like quotes and pictures. And sometimes I'll write things on a note and slide them under. In this particular one I looked at, it's a postcard from the poets. I don't, I don't know his real name. His Instagram handle is written to speak. And he writes beautiful poetry. It's really simple. Um, I want to say that his poetry started off, like his Instagram handle started off where he was writing poetry on paper napkins at a coffee shop. And you would see the stains of the coffee cup and his chicken scratch with a Sharpie on a on a na paper napkin, which you know that like bleeds through. So it was just like, I got words to say and I'm going to write them. So I ended up buying his first book that's called As You Go. And when the book came, there was this postcard in there. And the postcard has a little picture of a paper airplane. And it says, there is peace in letting go. And this year, one of the words that God has been speaking to me, uh, speaking to me about is letting go. And it's not the throw it on a coffee mug, let go and let God. He has been talking to me about what if you let go of your idea of what you thought this was supposed to look like and trust me in an Ephesians three kind of way of exceedingly and abundantly, like there's more, but even while you're waiting for the more, like let go and enjoy what you have right now. Right. Um, and the word that he gave me is, and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. So all the Bible scholars do not come for me. <laughs> the word is katalepo. And there's a Greek word that means let go, but it also means to embrace, which is crazy that it has two meanings because it's letting go as in like fully engage, right? You know, you hear someone say like, oh my gosh, loosen up, let go. They're saying like, enjoy the moment, be present, right? There's peace in that. 
There's peace literally in embracing knowing that God has designed you for something more than settling, for something more than comparing your life to someone else's, for something more than being fixated on who you used to be or who you thought you were supposed to be. Right. You've probably heard me talk about like there's no shoulding. So there's peace in in the not shoulding. There was a word that I had made up um, not too long ago. And I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was just, just this like nonsensical word of like, I'm over acting like I got it together when I don't and I want to cry And I want to be happy and I want to throw confetti. And then I want to sit in a corner and just drink really good coffee. It was a word. It was a word that I'd made up that like encompassed all of that. And God was like, or you could just let go. You could just let go and just be like, you don't have to check off a to-do list. It's great if you did, but if you didn't, it's still great. Right. And for me, I felt like that was part of the work of being well of like dropping my pride, getting the help that I need. I hired a trainer because I needed to move my body in a different way and drop what I knew how to do and to drop the excuses. I hired a writing coach because I knew I wanted to write a book and I was in my own head and making all the reasons and excuses why I could or couldn't write a book. And for me, the letting go in that space was letting someone else into my space to help me, right? And there's peace in that. I mean, like the amount of peace that I found just in letting someone into those spaces that were very personal, um, I'm actually seeing a ripple effect of it. So, and again, that's not what this episode is about, but bless it, (laughs) bless it. Um. So the scripture that I do want to offer you, because I've been trying to offer you a scripture every episode so that you understand what we're talking about of helping you to adjust your focus. It is all coming straight from the word of God, because the word of God helps us to make sense of what makes no sense. And he helps us. He really helps us to like untangle where our brains and our minds and our emotions start getting the best of us. And then we start rationalizing, we start making silly choices, and y'all know where that can go. So the scripture that I want to offer you today is found in Jeremiah 1.5, and it says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And if you've listened to a couple of the other episodes, I mentioned that these scriptures came to me from a friend. And they have my name in each scripture. And so I'm going to read it to you again. And I want you to just insert your name and receive it. And then as we dive into this conversation, know that this entire conversation is with you in mind. So fill in the blank with your name right here. And know this, before I formed you in the womb, put your name there. I knew you. Put your name there. Before you were born fill in your name. I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. And maybe you feel like, oh, I'm not a prophet, man. I'm good if I get the dishes done. I'm good if my kids are cleaned and off to school. Okay. I'm good if whatever. 
Don't get hung up on the title. Don't get lost in that phrasing. I just want you to know that you've been set apart for a great work. And it is exceedingly abundantly beyond anything you could ask or think. Amen. (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about what it might look like if you embrace that peace and you let go and literally let God teach you how to live free in your own body. What would it look like if you let go, embrace the peace, and let God teach you, allowed God to teach you what it looks like to eat well? Um, if you let go and let the grace that is found where God says, are you burnt out? It says on religion, but I'm going to say, are you burnt out on Oh my gosh, I thought I was supposed to eat that. Oh my gosh, I thought I was supposed to eat this. What? Now they're telling, like I was literally saw something on Instagram yesterday that said, would you just stop eating this thing? It's making you fat. And it was a health food. I'm not going to say what it was because then like I'd identify the Instagram account, (laughs) but I was like, what? And I'm sure it was probably bait and switch of where they wanted to lure me in and then tell me about their program. And they were going to say, now that I have your attention, and they caught my attention, but it really got me to thinking, and I was praising God that we get to have this conversation. Because my guest today works with an organization that I have been following for years because of the work of freedom that they do. Um, and I I had the blessed opportunity to attend one of their conferences back in 2018, when I knew that God was making a shift in the work that I was doing in the space of fitness, nutrition, and wellness. And he kept telling me it's bigger than fitness. It's bigger than nutrition. It's bigger than wellness. This is a call to freedom. And I, in my tiny mind, just kept saying, but I can't do all that, God. And he, I felt like he was like, you're so cute. I never asked you to do all of it. I'm going to put people in in front of you that are already doing the work. I just need you to partner with them and lock arms and agree like jigsaw puzzles to come together and make this picture make sense for people, right? And here's the beautiful thing is that you're a part of that big picture. And so we get to connect with each other um, in this work of being well. Um, So my guest today is Chrissy Kirkman. She's with Finding Balance, which is a nonprofit organization that helps um, what I just said. It helps people to eat well and to live free. And y'all can't see it right now, but I'm I'm on a Zoom call with her and (laughs) behind her, there's this wall hanging that says praise can break down prison walls. And I just about broke down and cried just reading that because that's what this is. That's what this is. This is not about, hey, let me give you a list of all the foods that you could eat and all the foods that you might want to reconsider. This is about, hey, how's your freedom? I joke often and I say, like, I don't want small talk. I just want to jump right in and say, how's your soul? So that's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) That's what we're going to talk about today. But I'm going to I'm going to let Chrissy um, fully introduce herself because And then I'll share a little bit more about how I've been blessed by the organization. But y'all, if it hadn't been for Finding Balance and their Hungry for Hope conference, I would not be here on this podcast today. More about that in a minute. 
But for now, Chrissy, would you introduce yourself fully and then tell us just a little bit about finding balance for the people that have never heard of the organization? Thanks, Amia. I am so thrilled to be here today. Thank you for having me on the show. Um, So Finding Balance has been around for 20 years as of this recording. And and I actually learned about Finding Balance as someone struggling with my own food and body image issues, Mm -hmm. Um, feeling down in a deep, deep pit um, of the absolute worst dieting issues self-loathing control, just disorder and chaos. And I was so desperate. I fully surrendered, really fully surrendered in the past. I would be like, Jesus, help me show me where you belong in this. And then, um, I would use my nails to crawl my way back out of the pit. Thanks. Got this. You didn't answer me in five minutes. Cause right. I need it immediately. Right. And, um, but this time I was fully surrendered and I, I prayed, God, just rescue me from this pit. You have to do it. I refuse to crawl my way out of this and, um, and show me where, show me where you belong here. I know you care about it. Just reveal it to me because I can't, I, I can't figure it out. I'm done. And, um, and he did, and he used finding balance. I've came across their Instagram page after I was re- had been reading the circle maker by Mark Batterson yes. praying through his 40 day journal. Um, and they, in this journal, there was a prompt that asked, it said, right in the circle, write a big, bold, audacious prayer. And so I prayed, like I was ready to know that God would break me free, set me free and break these chains of bondage that I feel because I know I'm meant for something bigger than being, than struggling, like just dealing with the struggle my whole life. I know that once I break free from this, he's going to be able to use me. And, and I would, I would. So I love where God is going with this. I feel the Holy spirit just directing us as you're talking about letting go. Because while everyone's listening, I have clenched fists. Mm. You clench your fist when you are in, you are controlling your body. You're controlling your food, whether you eat or you don't eat, whether you exercise, you know, out of control, like out of balance where there's Mm. um, too much, or then you don't at all. And you just clench your fist and we clench our fist. Like Amia, I've heard you say a couple of times girl, I got to get it together or something like you've said on a couple other podcasts. Yeah. You say, you know, get it together. This was my mode of operation. Like, why can't you just get it together? Why can't you just get it together? Right. That is how I talk to myself. And it, there was just no mercy mm. at all. Um, and when you talked about Micah six, eight act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God, that was not happening. And it was clenched fists, closed Mm -hmm. fists, balled up. Um, So to open my fists and receive what God wants, it took me prying my fingers one at a time, really to kind of get to that open palm. And at first it, it went from a clenched fist to an open palm, like hands up. I surrender, fully surrender, because I want to surrender, not because I'm being forced, but like, I'm done. I want to surrender. I can't carry this load. Mm -hmm. And then my palms went from up in the air 
to a position of open palmed and receiving like, Mm. Lord, I just want to receive what it is you have for me because I know what I'm accepting lies from the enemy. He's not doing anything new. It's all the same old crud. He always does. He's just twisting it in maybe a way I haven't heard it, or I'm believing it because I care so much about what everybody else thinks more than what God is calling me to, or what he thinks that my identity is so skewed. I don't even know who I am. So I receive Lord open palms, receive what you have to say to me, who you say I am, like, help me to see it because I just have a list of every way I'm disqualified. Yeah. I have a list of every way I don't measure up. I have a list of reasons that you would not want to use me. You would not find me acceptable and that you would be so disappointed and ashamed. Like it sounds so heavy and this is real. (laughs) This is my story. This is. Yeah. Well, I mean, the crazy thing is it's like, I, wholeheartedly believe that someone's listening right now and they're like oh my gosh she just told my story yeah or she or she told she's telling where I am right now Mm. you know and like this is the beauty of of sharing our stories because then someone knows you're not alone in even even in going from a closed fist to surrender some of us may be there now And then some of us are open palm, ready to receive, but then we're like, now what, you know what I mean? Like what a gift to know that. And and here's the reality is like, people assume because we lead in the space that we've always had it together. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Girl. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I will tell you, no, I have not. And no, I do not. Right. Every I'm day. sorry I ever misled you. Like, <laughs> I know I made it look real good for a while, right. but I was a hot mess. Listen, there's a new song by Megan Trainer that she says, don't I make it look easy? I'm just fooling you. And I'm oh, like, oh. yes. Girl. <laughs> and then if you listen to the song, she goes on to say, like, what you don't see is when I've cried at night and when I've looked in the mirror and and even shamefully identified my body and where I've had to self-correct. And unfortunately, that's most of our stories. And most of us are not. I literally told someone today, like, I'm tired of showing up in the spaces where I'm asked to lead and pretending like I'm blessed when it doesn't go right. Mm. And she was like, ooh you're going to step on some toes. And I'm like, well, I'd rather show up and be real and tell people like when it didn't go the way I thought it was supposed to go, I'd rather be honest and tell them like me and God had a talk. We had a long talk and he said to me, my fists were clenched. And, and to your point, like I would much rather feel his presence and know that I have permission to unclench than for him to pry my fingers open. Yeah. And Praise God. Like, as you were telling that, I'm like, oh, he's such a gentleman. He's just going to stand and wait. Mm -hmm. He's going to say like, man, if you really knew who I've called you to be, I'd like, you'd open your hands. You, I wouldn't have to pry them open. And I feel like that's where that's the, that's the piece of letting go. Right. Yes. That's the piece of letting. Okay. Carry on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, so I, I came to a place where it was surrender 
And I opened my hands to receive and I prayed a prayer of, you know, help me to break free from this bondage mm-hmm. and help me use my story of freedom. And I specifically wrote to help hundreds of thousands of women across the world find freedom too, or, or find hope. I, I should have probably had it out so I could read exactly what I said, but, um, and, you know, I prayed over that. I prayed circles around that. And he led me to finding balance. I went through the very last lasting freedom support group that finding balance hosted. And, um, and then we kind of, the, the organization went through a transition of, um, sunsetting our founder had been there for 18 years and felt God leading her into a new space and, um, just kept looking and searching and praying about like, God, who, you know, can someone take this over? Who, who is it? And just didn't feel that anyone was coming into play. They kind of laid the organization on the altar, you know, like kind of laying their Isaac down and, um, and just surrendering, just surrendering. And then God called me, Constance and I had a conversation through Instagram and, um, and she was like, Hey, let's chat. Let's have another, like, like God just kind of showed her something. And I felt complete. I just totally had Moses moments and felt like, uh, God, I'm sure you understand that I am not qualified. Like here are all the ways I, the reasons I don't belong total imposter syndrome up one side and down the other. Um, but he gently and Constance was so patient and, um, and kind and, and just gently, we started, let's look for red flags, why this wouldn't work and brought me in. And so, um, this coming January will be two years with finding balance. And, um, it's just amazing what he's doing here, what he's done. And so just to be able to walk, like, I am not the expert hmm. and, and I made sure God knew that, but he already knew that, right? Like, I don't have to tell him. He's like, I understand. Yes. Thank you for that reminder, but I'm not the expert, but I can see now, and it's taken a couple of years, but I can see now, like all, all the healing that's taken place in me, Mm. spiritual roots, great roots that were like healthy, good spiritual roots and toxic negative roots and agreements that I made in the past as a child, a teenager with the enemy that, that's that started. I accepted. I was like, yeah, you know, that must be right. I must be my body must not be good. It, it must be a project to be fixed or yeah, I really shouldn't be eating so much. I, I really need to, to diet. It is the nineties. And here we, you know, here we are really trying to get the, I mean, we're all, I guess people are whatever, but like, anyway, um, just different agreements that I made that now as an adult in my forties, I see God is revealing how detrimental they were to my life hmm. and how just that these one, the, this agreement here and that agreement there, um, with the enemy telling me lies. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. And moved forward, believing them, accepting, like sticking it. Hello. My name is disqualified. Hello. My name is, um, a project that needs to be fixed, whatever. And so through some inner healing work this year, he has, the Lord has shown me where these lies started, where I, these agreements were made. And he has helped me to break those agreements, to break chains 
And I'm telling you, it's like through prayer, this mighty prayer, and I'm not the same person. And it's, um, it's been a real neat journey to see once those agreements were broken, how I've really been able to step in and think, and, and, and like step into the purpose of leading this organization and leading it well with, with no doubt now that God called me to this. Um, but that, and it's, I mean, it's never been about me. It's only been about his kingdom Mm. and spreading this hope, like sharing hope with people. The one person that's listening right now who related to my story who needs to hear this and needs to know there is hope for that, that God cares about your food struggles. God cares about the fact that you are while, while not wallering, but um, drowning in self-loathing. Yeah. Hating yourself for all the ways you don't feel like you measure up to the world. He has, he loves you. He adores you. He cares about it. He sees you there and he has a way out. And it doesn't happen overnight. And I want to just be honest and real. I still struggle. I'm, I'm in the largest size I've ever been in. And there are days when I have really horrible body image issues or it, uh, body image days where I'm just, I can't see, I can't see myself the way God sees me. And so what I have to do in those days is what we're talking about joy. Like I'm, I have to turn it around and stop and take cleansing breaths, reset my vagus nerve, like with these cleansing breaths in through my nose and hold it and breathe out through my mouth and focus on inviting Jesus into the moment Mm -hmm. right here in the space with me, repeating, repeating the words that he has said in his Bible back to me, key verses that I need to remember that I am fearfully and wonderfully made that I am his masterpiece and singing songs that remind me of truth, that remind me of his goodness, that remind me of his grace. And it's a process. Yeah. It's a process. It's, it's man, <laughs> is it ever? <laughs> because literally I, so I have a couple of like cling stickers on the mirror in our workout space. And originally I'd asked my husband not to put a mirror in there. Cause I was like, Oh, I don't like to work out around mirrors. I just choose not to. <laughs> um, but he's like, no, like I need it just to make sure I'm, you know, the right form or whatever. So I'm like, okay, fine. So he just got one of those like over the door mirrors, like just a simple modest mirror. So I, found a quote that says something to the effect of like don't 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 discount your worth just because other people can't see it and so I wrote in a dry erase marker on the top of the mirror and it's high enough that if I stand in the mirror or even if I stand back it's like right above my head right it protects my head (laughs) because that's where all this junk starts um And so I bought these mirror clings and one of them says, this is a good body. And then the other one says, you're a good idea. And so today I was um, finishing up a workout and happened to just, I was getting ready to walk out of the room and had put up all the equipment and everything. I had opened the door and was about to head upstairs to 
get changed to go to work and I happened to see the stickers and the tank top that I had on happened to show the parts of my shoulders that are starting to be more defined. And I stood there for a moment and I had this like full circle, like you talking about the Mark Batterson circle, like, oh man, that's a whole other discussion. Right. <laughs> that That's one of the symbols that God has used to, sp- to speak to me. And I had a full circle moment standing in front of these two sp- stickers and this quote above my head. And my daughter came in and wrote underneath the quote and make sure you see it. Right. And so, and I know that it's her because it's her handwriting and, and I probably misquoted the actual quote, but that was the gist of it. And so today when I'm standing there, I pulled out my phone and I went to take a selfie of the can't like of the mirror and my reflection in it. And when I took it, the only thing that showed up from the quote were my daughter's words, make sure you see it. And then the cling, this is a good body. You're a good idea. And my phone was covering my face and all I could see was a shoulder. And so I'm staring at the picture after I took it. And the Holy Spirit said, do you remember when you used to judge your body based on how defined it was? And he said, because you've given over because you've given your body back to me i'm defining it and it was this whole other perspective of the workout the strength training the endurance training the flexibility training that it's a strength that is not about my muscles it's a it's an endurance that has nothing to do with how long can i be on a cardio machine (laughs) how many classes can I teach it has less to do with like am I bendy and flexy in you know stretching my muscles but like am I flexible and willing Mm. to go from the clenched fist to the open palm to receive without it and grace grace be to God if it takes a whole lot of time but if he says like hey could you give me that right now and watch what I do Right. And I feel like he's been saying, like, could like you said, could you give me your story and let me use it to like literally like go feed the thousands? Yeah. Right. And and what you might only think is, well, no, it's just me and my story and nobody really knows. He's like, no, like I want to use it. And for me, that has been very much, and I, I hate to say for me, but like that's been my story. I'm like, <laughs> he's like, no, the same thing that tried to take you out. The same thing that held you captive, the same thing that looked good to, you know, world standards, that's what I'm going to use. The same thing that caused you foolishness, I'm going to use it to cause you to be more wise. Mm. Right? Like, literally, I was reading in 1 Timothy 4 of the scripture that says, like, physical exercises of some good. And I remember when people would give me that scripture and I would be like, you're just not disciplined. You just didn't need to get in the gym. Well, if you took my Zumba class, that scripture would mean more to you. <laughs> like, right. With an attitude, nonetheless. Right. Of course. When I read it today and I realized that verse was really, it was a prayer and a petition of, okay, yes, keep moving and doing this work, but here's what you need to do. You need to not forget the gift that's on your on your life. 
that was given to you by the laying on of hands so that you could then go and set others free. And I'm paraphrasing it, but that's what that verse was. And, and so I, I matched it with that picture and those, those miraclings and the Holy Spirit was like the physical exercise. That's great. You probably feel great because the endorphins are flowing. But like what this is actually about <laughs> is you going and preaching the gospel. Yep. Because the hands were laid on you because I formed you in your mother's womb because I knew before she knew who you were that I had set you apart. Mm. You and all of your choices, you and all of the times when you didn't really know what was happening, you and all of the attempts to find balance in all the other wrong ways. Right? <laughs> and God's like, no. Right. And I love the fact that you were like, yeah, no, God, I'm not qualified. And he's like, oh, you're cute. I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah bless your heart bless your heart right <laughs> yeah well, and, and as you were talking I was thinking you know there's more steps than just unclenching yeah rendering palms up then palms down to not down but palms open to receive I'm receiving Lord what you have for me and then as he provides it, extending those, that reach out and giving back and saying, okay, Lord, I'm giving back. I'm and I'm not just, I mean, it can be financially, it can be with your talents. It can be with your time. It can be with your praise. I want to return that to you. I want to take the next steps you're calling me to take and give back. And, yeah. and then there's another step that we, we, we give back, but then we put our hands up in the air. Like we just don't care. <laughs> and we praise him and we rejoice and we um, it's, it's worshiping and it's, it's joy. It's the joy of the Lord is our strength. I recently, and I know that this uh, at our church, so I've been the worship leader there for 20 years. And, um, and every year we've been having a theme, like a, a theme for the whole year, um, you know, where has God shown up being more willing, not willing, more aware of where God has shown up mm. in your life. Don't just, you know, it can be simple little things or huge things, but be aware of it and then show up for him. But this year I know it's instead of praying for strength, pray for joy because the joy of the Lord is our strength. So um, that's why I love the thought of joyful movement. And mm. I actually became a Zumba instructor, licensed Zumba instructor back in like 2013, right before endometrius, it, it, sorry, endometriosis wrecked my, you know, a portion of a season of my life. But, um, uh, so when I did Zumba, I just loved that. It was so much fun. I just felt like I was dancing with my friends. Hmm. Christian music was like next level when we could dance to Christian music. It was so much fun. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was joy. That wasn't me mm. hurting myself, me going in and being mean to myself because I wasn't going long enough or I skipped a night or just the hardcore rules that I would place on myself and then feel like a complete failure. If I didn't measure up to my own, my own rules that were ridiculous, right. but like just to have fun. So the joy of the Lord is our strength. I'm going to pray yeah. for more joy to get yeah. strength. Yeah, I love that because, I mean, like, just if ever there were words that 
I have embraced as my identity, like as I am healing and and stepping fully and owning what God has called me um, to be, who he's called me to be and and for to show up as that, right? In any space, it's joy and freedom. Like those two things are, and it's crazy because like I'm learning that joy often comes with sorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And that freedom comes with captivity. <laughs> like, and unfortunately, like those are the two cups, right? But I feel like God's like, yeah, like even in the scripture where it says like she loves much because she's been forgiven much. And the person that has a ton of joy, they've known sorrow, they've known pain, they've known suffering. And the person that is free in this contagious kind of way, like to literally throw their hands up in the air, like, I'm like, she's where I pre-roll, she gets it. For sure. I mean, our podcast is called the Old School Food Freedom Podcast for a reason. I'm wearing these huge, yeah, these headphones come on you're speaking my language because literally I said to I said to someone the other day I feel like God is he's such he's so funny because he loves to speak the language to us that he'll get our attention because he knows that that's that's how we talk right so he'll often speak to me through songs he'll speak to me through old school songs he literally the other day I was leading a class and it was a continuing education class for uh, faith-based instructors with Revelation Wellness. Yes. And the scripture that he had me use was that we all get to be the friend and, and pray to surround ourselves with friends that would literally rip off the roof and lower us down. And immediately yes. the disco 70s song that says, tear the roof, the roof off. off. <laughs> immediately I knew, I knew. So yes, we're meeting in person. It will be a dance party. Yes. yes. I mean, I feel like that when you dance in this space of freedom and joy, it's because it's coming out of this abundance of like, oh, y'all don't understand what God has done for me. And the the level of chains that I was bound in, yes. you better believe I'm dancing like I'm crazy because mm-hmm. I was crazy captive, yeah. right? I was bound and crazy and in another world of trying and striving. And now that I know that I get to be free, And still, like, in his kindness, he says, you get to be free. And you know what? I might actually bring back some of the things that held you captive because now you're free and they don't own you. Yeah. Right? The dancing, the food that you enjoyed. Like, you know, within reason, because the Lord is going to say, like, that was no good for you anyway. I had to get rid of it. Right? But if he calls you into the space of freedom, no one's allowed to put a bonded, you know, a yoke of bondage on you ever again. If he calls it clean, let it be clean. If he called you free, be free. And then you don't owe anybody an apology or an explanation for the level of your freedom. Man, send them to Jesus and let him deal with them because I don't know. Exactly. It just so I, I had asked the question um when you set up your interview for today, and I hate to call it interview, this conversation. Yeah. Uh, I asked because we've been 
when I first started the podcast, the Holy Spirit said, you're going to help people to adjust their focus. And I've had to explain to people what that means. It's never me wagging my finger. It's always an invitation to say, let's pay attention to what has our attention and see if we can think about it a different way. Hmm. And I love the fact that the organization is called Finding Balance because so many people, especially in Christian circles, have said balance is a myth. Balance doesn't exist. Um, Balance is just like a, I don't like a pixie dust kind of thing. (laughs) Like it's a make-believe world. But um, I feel like finding balance is a perfect parallel to what we, what we call focus. And so focus is an acronym of finish our commitments unapologetically stronger, i.e. find the balance right? Finding balance. And so when I asked you the question, what has allowed you to adjust your focus? I just want to read this because it was a blessing to me when I read it. Um, You responded, life gets challenging and we often ask God for strength to keep going. But what if we asked him to increase our joy instead? The Bible does tell us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah 8, 10. Nehemiah is... (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when we need more strength, let's just ask him for more joy. As I've prayed for joy, I've become more aware of the ways God is showing up in my life. I see that he is for me and I'm reminded the battle has already been won. This helps me honor my limits and my body, rest well and extend myself more grace. The pressure is removed and there's so much joy in that. I'm finding joy in movement and feeling grateful for what my body can do. I'm leading with joy and feeling more confident in Christ and less like an imposter. Total game changer. Man, if ever there was a mission statement, Hmm. you know what I mean? Like if someone says like, what's your mission statement and, and what's your personal mission statement because i don't think that we i'd asked a group of women recently to do some like introspective work and and one of the ladies said like full disclosure i'm tired reading the question because you've asked me to dig into a space that i don't know that i really want to pay attention to you know i mean but this not but and reading this is like true introspection of where have you come where are you now and there's more Yay. I'm so glad <laughs> there's as you more. read it, it sounded different to me. And I'm like, wow. Whoa. Thanks God. Yay. <laughs> Let me just Isn't soak that in kind? that. Like those words. Wow. That is, I mean, that is so kind. I've been trying to, it's, it really started in the middle of the pandemic, um, journaling what my body feels mm-hmm. and a sweet friend that I met on Instagram. So like the people that shame social media, I'm like, no, that's where most of us met. So, <laughs> right. Right. Um, a friend that I met on Instagram and through a couple of six degrees of separation, she led a bunch of us through these daily writing prompts of journaling about our bodies and what our bodies need mm-hmm. and what do our bodies actually feel? Because knowing that some of the big, um, the big bondages that we're walking in, our bodies are carrying those stories. And I just, I don't know. I wanted to talk for just a quick second about where you said, um, 
I'm reminded that the battle is already won. And this helps me to honor my limits and my body. I just wanted to talk about that for just a second, because sometimes honoring our body has become so regimented that we lose sight of ourselves. And then on the flip side of that, honoring our body has been so lucid that it has become like non-existent where it's been very, like you could clearly define what you have not done in the space of quote unquote, honoring your body. Mm-hmm. And that's why I use the word lucid because it's kind of like, whoa, that's dangerous because there's this, I don't there's a double-sided coin, or you could call it a double-edged sword of taking care of the body, which, and this is why I say all of this work has to be guided by the Holy Spirit because his word is a double-edged sword. Yes. Right. It pierces through our motives of even the one that's like, no, I'm just honoring my body. And I feel like the Holy Spirit's like, no, you're just rebelling. Bless it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about myself right now. No, uh, no it's hitting home here too. Talk about me and Jesus yesterday. Yeah. So, so yeah, so let's talk about that for just a couple of minutes of what does that look like for you in this season? And even in the work that you get to help others through finding balance, how to help honor the limits and honor your body. So it's, it's hard work. You have to be intentional. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't always honor my limits in my body. And sometimes that looks like working too hard, sitting at my desk for really long periods of time, because I'm doing finding balance work and I'm working so hard to help so many people who need Mm what we have to offer, who, who are taking us, uh, eating issues, self-test to see if they, you know, kind of where they stand in their own personal life or, um, working on our daily vitamin E devotionals. I'm, I'm sitting there working, 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 not even allowing myself or not stopping to be intentional, to check in with myself. Am I hungry? Do I need to get up and move when I get up is when I realize my body is stiff as a board. I can barely, I got to sit or I got to stand here and let my body adjust. So I can even walk out the door. Cause I've been sitting like I've been riding a horse for so long, mm-hmm. <laughs> like ridiculous. Um, so I have to set reminders on my phone to, to check in with myself, just kind of like the, um, the peace with food app. If anyone has um, been on a journey for intuitive eating, getting back in tune with your body's hunger cues, the intuitive eating, um, sorry, peace with food app helps you get back in tune. I still have to go back to that, um, that app every now and then to get back in tune because I will flip flop. I have it when I find the balance between working so hard putting everything, all my energy into working versus, okay, now I'm going to be really aware of my food and then things get like, there is a balance. I know I I am totally with you hearing a lot of people say that balance isn't a thing, but for me personally, I need balance. I need somewhere in between. Cause I am either 
over here, no mercy, like right. sweep the leg, like it's really bad. Or, or I just want to completely throw my hands up and give up and just be like, oh, well, you know, it's that self-loathing back and forth. Um, so it, it takes, it takes being intentional. It takes prayer. It takes talk. And when I say prayer, it doesn't have to be eloquent. Like I'm not ever said, I talk to Jesus. Like he is my friend Hmm. because he's my friend. We have a relationship. I was laying in bed this morning, waking up early because we've had our clocks set back and you gain an hour, but really you gain an hour with Jesus, right? If you wake Hmm. up, so I'm laying in bed and I'm just like chatting with him. And it's so, I mean, that is joyful. I'd rather have a great relationship with somebody that's joyful. That's fun. That's like, Jesus, thank you for what you've been doing in my life. Thank you for this body that moves that I can still move. And yes, I have to get up and kind of stand there for a second (laughs) when I sit here too long, but, but I get to move. Like once I get going, then we're fine. Um, and and just be so grateful that Brandon Lake song gratitude that has been going nonstop in this office. Love it. Yes. I just heard a new version of that song and it's Brandon Lake, Maverick city and Natalie Grant. My gosh. (laughs) Okay. And Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) And they must've done it for a Christmas something or other. And I don't know when they did it unless it's a recent recording, but I just heard it yesterday and she it's goes off into a spontaneous worship where she then starts to fold in some Christmas worship. And it was holy in the way of to what you just said of like, do you know that actually Jesus knows you and he loves you and he loves you and he loves you. And it's like, and like, as you were just saying, like, I wrote down, talk to Jesus. Like he's like, he's your friend, like the friend that you're like, oh my gosh, it has been so long since we've talked. Right. But you pick up where you left off last time. Yes. I love that. (laughs) The best kind of friendship. And you can talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. And you're like, oh my gosh, we've been talking for two hours. Right. That, I don't know, it just, it blesses me to hear, to hear you share that you're doing the work to help others to be well, but you're also doing the work to be well. Like that, that's the greatest opportunity and responsibility. If we take that word responsibility and break it into two parts, response ability yeah. Like what a gift to say yes. Like your response of being well was yes. And then you allowed God to use that to help others to be well. And that's where the ability comes in. Cause it's not us. It's him literally taking the offering of here's my lunch. All I got is <laughs> you know, a couple of fish and a couple of loaves, God. He's like, perfect. Let me go feed the world with this, right? Yeah. Um, and in that leadership role, it's, you know, it, I think of being on a plane. And if that oxygen drop mat, if that oxygen mask drops down, I need to put it on me first so mm-hmm. I can continue helping others. And I have a great team who reminds me, we need you well. Like if you're having a headache, we're giving you permission. We want you to go lay down and 
maybe not just a headache, but like, you know, if I'm not feeling well, I just something in me, just push, 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 push through, like get it together. (laughs) That's not what God's calling. Like I need to rest. It's okay to rest. There's, I had during one season, I had a ton of conversations with God where he just kept saying, you don't need to get it together. I am the getter together. -er." (laughs) That's not your job at all. And that's so freeing. Um, well, I I literally everyone that we've had in this season in this these conversations of being well and doing the work to be well, the conversations could be like an audiobook of like keep going, keep talking, because I just want to keep talking. <laughs> it's just I know there's so much more that we could cover. Um, I'm going to make sure in the show notes that I have links where people can find the work that y'all are doing at Finding Balance because I've been able to use some of the courses um, to point people to doing the work themselves. But we've even gone through as a, as a small group a couple of the episodes just so that I could get them to understand what it was so that it was approachable um, because it's kind, it's a spirit fed spirit led scripture based um and just the i know constance's heart and the work that the work that she's put into teaming up with others that are doing the work professionally and saying yes to god using it so i'm grateful for that um and i'm i'm just i'm excited about what god is going to do with the organization with you at the lead just because of your heart um, and your transparency and you're a Zumba nineties kind of girl. So I'm like, <laughs> we can't go wrong with that. Love it. And, and if you roller skate, let's roller skate. Oh, well, my here's my confession. I can't roller skate. I can dance, but I'm like okay. really uncoordinated. Put me on a pair of skates and it looks like an octopus on skating. So it's not, it doesn't matter how it looks. I'll show up moving. There we go. I'll show up and I'll have one of those like kitty things. <laughs> <you push>. Really <laughs> card things. Right. Um, But no, I was going to say like, just the gift of knowing um, that you're leading in, in your transparency. And like, that is that we were, we were talking with a team of other fitness leaders that are faith-based on how we're, we're called to be worship leaders Mm -hmm. and the work that we're doing in the space of wellness is leading worship. And to hear that you are a worship leader and you're leading this ministry is just a gift It's a gift of like putting first things first. And that's where you find balance. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm actually going to type out, if it's okay with you, I'm going to make this what you said of what helps you to stay focused. I want to type that out as an Instagram post um, because it feels like just a really transparent um, gift. And to hear that from a leader. Mm is it's humbling because again there are too many leaders that are like I got my junk together how about you get yours <laughs> you know <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> not true <laughs> no um well Chrissy thank you for being here um I thank you for just again for the, all the work that y'all are doing and just for saying yes to coming into this space and helping people to be well for those of y'all that are listening I pray that this conversation has done what we have prayed um 
that it helps you to adjust your focus. I pray that the conversation reminds you that Jesus is for you and that he is your friend and that you can sit and talk to him about nothing and everything all in the same conversation. Mm -hmm. And he's not in a hurry. He's not in a hurry. So neither do we have to be. Until the next time we all get to chat again, I pray that you would be well and I pray that you would remind yourself to be free. And if you begin to question that, that you would reach out to someone, even if that means me, reach out and I will guarantee you, I will guarantee you the reminders that you need um, to get yourself back on track. Um, Until next time, y'all stay free and stay well.